Hi, everybody. I'm Katina McHenry. Welcome to another episode of Fuck Fear. Today, we're talking about fear in parenting, specifically fear of telling your children the truth. Woo! This is one I have struggled with ever since my children were little. I remember when my daughter, she's the youngest, was about, I think, maybe four or five. And she asked me, (laughs) is Santa real? And in that moment, I could just feel the magic about to disappear, depending on how I answered that question or what I said to her. Also, in that moment, I had to make a decision. Do I tell her the truth? Do I still tell her that Santa's real? All these things ran through my head because I knew if I told her the truth, it would change everything. I was afraid to tell her the truth, though, because I thought if I tell her the truth, she's either going to be sad or she's going to be mad or she's going to have a meltdown and it will just change the magic of what Christmas is. So I thought first she would be sad because it's a realization that Santa's not real and the presents don't come from Santa and we can't do the Santa tracker anymore <laughs> on Christmas Eve. And then I thought she would be mad because she's very intuitive. And I thought if I tell her yes, then she's going to next ask me how long I've known. And if I tell her I've known all of her life, then she's going to be mad that I didn't tell her sooner. So I asked her, do you want me to tell you the truth? Do you really want to know? And she said, yes. I said, can you handle the truth? (laughs) And she said, yes. I said, are you sure you can handle the truth? Because I don't know if you can handle it. She says, no, mommy, I can handle the truth. I can handle it. I, I, yes, just tell me. And so I took a deep breath and I think my heart stopped at that moment. And I think I stopped breathing (laughs) at that moment. And I told her, no, Santa is not real. And I could just feel the blood just oozing out of my heart because it meant that the magic of Christmas was gone. That's what I thought. That's what I was afraid of. So I was afraid to tell her the truth. But what I realized is that, yes, it changed things, but it changed things in our family in a different way. And I should have never been afraid to tell her the truth. But that has rang true throughout their entire lives is all children want is the truth. And that's what we're going to talk about today. We are talking about fear in parenting. This is something I deal with on a regular basis and not so much fear of parenting, but fear that I'm not doing it right. What I have learned just recently, I learn something new every day, just in interacting and and raising children. You guys know I have three children. 19-year-old who is a freshman in college, a 16-year-old, and a 14-year-old. Two boys and a girl. The girl's the youngest, and oh my God. <laughs> like, and I'm a single mother, so there's a lot of emotion that, um, that, that surrounds our environment every single day. But we, this week, recently talked about um, fear of letting them endure and experience difficult things and the difficult conversation and the awkwardness of the difficult conversation. And 
I have shielded them from that because I was afraid to to let them see that. You know, you don't want your children to go to, through difficult things. You don't want to see them going through difficult things. And I have and I, and I realize I've shielded them from that. You know, I'm divorced. Have been for about a little over 10 years now. And one of the many reasons I left that relationship was because it was very toxic Um, I was married to somebody who um, is a narcissist. Of course, I'm not a clinical psychologist, but just from my observations of his behavior and reading and learning a lot about the personality disorder, I think he's a combination of a narcissist, sociopath and a psychopath. And so being in that environment, there's a lot of um, of the toxicity that I took on and I kept my children from seeing and experiencing because I didn't want them to um, to have to see it. And so there's a there are a lot of things I didn't tell them. And there are a lot of things that I haven't shared with them, a lot of hard things and traumatic things that I experienced in that relationship and and even outside of the relationship that I have not inform them of I have not communicated with them about until very recently. And I don't know why. Well, I, I mean, fuck that. I'll take that back. <laughs> I do know why I didn't want them to take that stress. I didn't want them to feel that stress. I didn't want them to um, to be exposed to that level of stress that I have been dealing with for so many years. And so I shielded them from that. And I thought that I was protecting them. And I feel like I was protecting them from most of it, but I probably should have spent more time teaching them about how to deal with difficult things, how to deal with not just difficult things, but difficult conversations that make them feel a certain way or, um, you know, make them feel a- an emotion, whether it's sadness or um, whether it's, you know, trauma or um it makes them feel some kind of sad emotion. You want to protect your children from the sad things. You wanted to protect your children from the hard things. You know, I think our our one of our goals as parents is to make sure our children are happy. But, you know, obviously you can't make them happy every day. And it's not with things, but you don't want your children to be sad. And to see your children sad or heartbroken is such a hard thing to witness. And that is what I've been trying to shield my children from is the stress of sadness. If I can help it, obviously it's all around them. Um, And, you know, and now that they're older, I think that they're better ready and better prepared to handle difficult things. I think when they were younger, that was my fear was they weren't ready to handle difficult things. But I now remember early on, uh, my daughter was probably seven, where I had to sit them down. I was forced to sit them down and have a conversation with them about drunk driving and what that looks like and what that smells like. And and if they are in the car with somebody who doesn't seem right or is behaving weird or is slurring their words, that they should speak up and they should not get in the car with that person. I had to have that conversation because their dad is an alcoholic. And so he came to pick them up a couple of times on two different occasions where he was inebriated and I did not let them get in the car. And so I had to have a conversation with them about why I didn't want to have that conversation with them at that age in their life, but it was necessary. What I've realized now as they are teenagers is that I've spent a lot of time shielding them from those what I thought were adult 
topics and adult situations. So we just in the last couple of days talked about and I told him, you know, I'm sorry, I, I did spend a lot of time not telling you guys things because I didn't want you to experience that stress because stress can cripple you. Stress can make you sick. Stress can manifest itself in so many different ways. And and I just didn't want them to have those kinds of experiences. So I realize now shielding them from that has not properly prepared them for difficult conversations, awkward conversations. Like how many family situations have you been in (laughs) and you don't bring up certain topics because they're awkward but you do spend a lot of time in, in, you know, family get togethers, not talking about the hard things. And and the elephant in the room is sitting there with his fat ass in the middle of the floor. <laughs> Nobody's talking about the elephant in the room because nobody wants to have the awkward, difficult um, and uncomfortable conversation. But what I told my children is that it is OK to be uncomfortable the discomfort is where we grow and the discomfort is where you learn how to communicate and you learn how to express yourself and you learn how to better deal with things and deal with people. So be okay with the discomfort and be okay with the awkwardness, but know that talking about it and communicating and being expressive will make the awkwardness go away, but don't ever be afraid of the awkwardness. And personally, that obviously is hard when you're wanting your children to be wholesome and you're wanting your children to be well, not wholesome is not the right word when you're wanting your children to be well-rounded people. You can't forget. And what I learned is that you can't forget and be um, and, and you can't subtract teaching them about being okay in the discomfort. At the same time, it's important to teach them how to deal with stress, how to deal with negative people, how to deal with narcissistic personalities and and equip them with tools so that they can one, recognize difficult people and recognize the toxicity and the chaos that difficult people cause and know how they can respond to it and know that they can also remove themselves from that person or in even out of that situation. So I'm doing more of that, equipping my children with the proper tools rather than shielding them from the awkwardness and the discomfort of, of, um, of the, that, that toxic environment. So I had to, um, I try not to speak negatively about their dad in front of them or, or to them because I don't want them to resent me. It's, oh, let me tell you something. It's really fucking hard because that dude, <laughs> he, he, he's got some personal, he's got some psychological issues. And so it is really hard for me to hold my tongue. And it's really hard for me to, to really, decide how I'm going to communicate about him to my children. So what I've decided to do instead of instead of bad mouthing him, I have to make a conscious decision to speak above him and speak in terms of these are the kinds of people you will encounter in your life. And this is how to deal with them. 
and deal with the situation and respond to it. And so I, you know, I've had to use personal examples and anecdotes and 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 let them know here's the truth of the situation. And, you know, what I have learned in all these years of parenting is there is no need to be afraid of doing it right or wrong because all children want is the truth. All they need is the truth. Give them the truth and they will be okay. I mean, when they're two and six months and, you know, three, it's fine. Santa Claus, right? Like (laughs) the magic of Santa and lying about Santa is fine. But when they're older and they have a greater level of understanding and they are more aware and they have more awareness and you're teaching them about the things of the world and learning about all this stuff at school and in the friend groups that they have, they come back to you and they question things and they want to know things. And what they want to know is the truth. That's the expectation that they have of us is the truth. And that's one of the greatest lessons I think I've learned just in dealing with all of the the friction that the narcissists and just other difficult people in our lives, which I don't really, we don't really have that many difficult people left in our life. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying that to say that they've all died off, but I really try to surround myself and surround my children with people who are going to be uplifting, who are going to be supportive and, and encouraging. So when I say difficult people aren't left, I'm just saying that. I've tried to separate myself from those difficult people. <laughs> so, um, yeah, but what I, I have learned is that children don't need a lot of stuff besides love and the truth. Those are the two greatest gifts you can give your children and not be afraid of doing it right or wrong. I had a guest on another uh, another episode we were talking about the three most common adult fears and the second one was status and what she said uh what my guest said ellen torrenson uh torrenson what she said was there is this idea of compare and despair we get into this compare and despair um mindset where we see all of these people seeming like they're doing the perfect thing on social media they're perfect parents and their children are just excelling and their children are these scholars and we see these things which are not always the truth and then we start comparing ourselves and comparing our parenting and then you know many times we're made to feel guilty you know i mean how many times do you do you go to school and or or go to the PTA meeting or some other kind of school related meeting and you see the parents in there who are so pretentious and oh my god those people get on my last fucking nerves <laughs> like pretend like their their children are the best at everything and there's nothing that their kid can't do and their children never do anything wrong and they are just oh the perfect little Susie or Sally I shouldn't say names that's probably not right because I have an awesome friend named Susie <laughs> she's probably like rolling her eyes right now but 
But you know, you know those parents. You guys know those people who are always like looking you up and down and giving you side eye because your kid came to school with like pants that were too short or your school, your kid was dressed in like winter clothes in the summer or vice versa. Your kid was wearing flip flops to school when it's like freezing cold outside. You know, you know, the judgy parents. Mm-hmm. You can probably think of five of them right now, can't you? Yeah, so we oftentimes get into this compare and despair and think that because somebody is parenting a little bit differently or their children are behaving in a certain way or even like the bad kids, you know, you see the bad kids in the store, you know, they're, they're always the bad children running around screaming their heads off and their parents are nowhere to be found. You're like, where is your mother? How many times does that happen? And you all, you you know, you get that judgy, that 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 judginess where you're just like, seriously, if I were your mother, I would do A, B and C. But anyway, so that's the compare and despair mindset that I fall into constantly. And I have to break myself up from that because, uh, you know, it's it's not it's not the best thing for you. So I know how to raise my own children. I am not going to take credit for anybody else's children. Most of the time, I don't even like other people's children. (laughs) But my responsibility is to my children. And these are the things that I know. I know how to raise my children. I don't always know the answers. I don't always know the right thing to say at the right moment. But what I do know at this moment right now today is that what children need is love and the truth And the truth will give them a greater sense of self. The truth will give them confidence. The truth will give them greater self-esteem. And the truth will wrap them in love. Because you tell the truth to people that you love, right? It is hard. It is the hardest thing to do because you don't want to upset them. You don't want to hurt their feelings. But you're hurting their feelings by not telling them. So your girlfriend that you need to say the thing like, girl, don't wear that ever again or boo. Don't please. Uh uh. If if you do that or say that this is what I'm afraid of will happen. So don't do that. So we tell the truth to people that we love. We cannot exempt our children from that from that as well. We cannot exempt our children from knowing the truth of the matter. And so while I have fears about whether or not I am raising them right, and, and you know, some days I go to bed thinking I should have said this or I should have handled this in a different way. I should not have flipped out <laughs> when he crashed the car. <laughs> no, that hasn't happened and I'm not going to even knock on wood. It hasn't happened. My son's a very careful driver, but my daughter is coming. And oh, Lord, God, she she's learning anyway. Um, so I think we, we just have to give ourselves a fucking break as parents and not take on so much stress and fear about whether or not we're doing it right. But focus more on these are the things I know. And this is what I need to do to prep my child for the world. And this is what I need to tell them so that they aren't shocked by what somebody says or does to them. So don't shield your children from the truth. Don't shield your children from 
difficult things. Don't shield your children from awkward conversations because you know what? There's no need to be afraid of that. You are helping them and you're helping yourself. When you can be truthful with them, share with them what's difficult, share with them your own difficulties, share with them how stressful it is for you to be a parent and to know the right things to do. Because you know what? They want to know that we are, in addition to being their parents, that we are people. And that we have struggles as well. Yeah, my children know that I'm fucking superwoman. (laughs) They know that I do a lot of things and I can do a lot of things. They see that and they witness that. And I put on this face. I put on my face, my lipstick. I, I, I put on a face every single day, a face of strength and a face of preparedness and a face of confidence. They see that in me every single day. What I don't let them see enough of is me having a tough time or me crying about a certain thing. We think that we're supposed to be these heroes for our children And we are. Heroes cry too. Heroes have hard times and heroes have struggles. And it's important that they see those struggles so that they know that they are not alone. And the things that are happening to us as parents is just more evidence of our humanness. But what we can do is show them our humanity and show them Yes, I am having a difficult time. This is how I'm dealing with it. Because if we never let them see the our authenticity, if we never let them see our truth, and we never let them see just all sides of being a human, then we will raise children who were improperly prepared for the future. These are the things I know for sure. As I call myself an, an expert parent at this point. I mean, how can you not be with three children raising them by yourself? Yeah, I'm raising my children to change the world. I'm raising my children to be scholars. I'm raising my children to be prepared and confident. And I'm raising my children to be good people who care about other people who are empathetic. And I'm raising my children to take on the challenge of a certain thing and excel. I'm raising my children for excellence, but raising them for excellence also means that they need the truth. And the truth is not always pretty. And you know what? Sometimes they can't handle the truth. I say that to them all the time. Can you handle the truth? But you as a parent help them through What is hard about the truth with love? So I encourage you as a mother, from a mother to a mother, I encourage you as a father, from a mother to a father. We are all in this. We are doing the same shit. We are in the trenches with these children. And, you know, life is hard and it's probably harder for them because they have a lot of distractions, a lot more distractions than we had as children. I mean, how much more time do your children spend outside as opposed to when you were growing up? Probably a lot less. I don't know. I don't know your life, but I just know I know how hard it is to combat all the, the, the distractions that children of today have that we didn't have growing up. 
I don't know about you, but I grew up in the 90s. <laughs> it's just kidding. <laughs> I'm an 80s baby, boo. But yeah, raising children is hard. Raising children is daunting. Raising children is stressful. Raising children is joyful when you see your children succeed and when you see them making good decisions and not just making good decisions because you told them to, making good decisions on their own. Like, I don't know if that brings you as much joy as it brings me when I see my children deciding and really thinking about their decision without my influence. That's when you know that they're getting it. That's when you know that they have listened to what you said. And many times there is not evidence, right, of them listening to you and them understanding what you said and them doing what you have asked them to do or what the what you told them to do there's not always evidence every single day but then when they're away from you when they're with other people you see and you get feedback from other people and they tell you you know your child did this and you're like they did really wow all right we're we're on the right path we're on the right track so don't be afraid of having the difficult conversation. Don't be afraid of how the truth is going to make a difference in your child's life. Know that the truth is going to make a positive difference. It may not in the onset. It may not at the very beginning. But know that the truth is always better. And the truth is all that they need. In addition to your love. So I encourage you today. I encourage you as a parent, today may be a really hard day. I have really hard days dealing with a 14-year-old who is freaking hormonal. <laughs> there are hard days where we're, where, you know, sometimes we're screaming at each other. And I tell her, I don't like communicating like this. Like, this is not the proper way to communicate because no one is listening. There are hard days where you have to make hard choices and hard decisions and the hard decisions are not popular with your children. And some days you're afraid of making them upset and unhappy and pissing them off. Who the fuck cares? They're children. They will get over it. And you will, as their parent, know that you are doing the right thing by giving them the truth. So don't be afraid of the awkwardness. Don't be afraid of the uncomfortable. Don't be afraid of the discomfort. But know that you, by, by addressing those things, you are preparing them. You are better preparing them for a better life and a good life. Thank you so much for joining me today on this episode of Fuck Fear. We've been talking about fear of awkwardness and the discomfort when it comes to your children or dealing with your children or talking to your children or having that uncomfortable conversation with your children. Be sure to join us on our next episode. And if you haven't subscribed yet, be sure to subscribe. Again, I'm Katina McHenry. Thank you so much for joining me today. I will see you next time. Bye.